Hello and welcome to the Extra Innings Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Tangway. And this is the first episode. Um, I don't know if anybody will know, but I did have an earlier podcast with a partner. And now that's gone. Um, So I'm flying solo, riding solo. And... It's gonna be just it's gonna be about sports. Obviously, you can tell by the title. Extra podcast, a lot of baseball, a lot of football. Um, you know, just maybe a little basketball. I just wanted to do sports that I was most knowledgeable about, and I just wanted to talk about sports, current current things happening in sports. You know, current signings, current trades, maybe a weekly. I don't know, just hopefully like a weekly update on what's happening. Maybe like mock drafts like I'm going to do today. I'm going to do an NFL mock draft. Um, you know, just certain things like that. Maybe like some uh, giving like teams like letter grades for different signings and, you know, maybe predicting or sign- just d- different things like that. Um, so, yeah, my, I, I'll let you guys know my favorite my favorite sports team. So I am a Giants fan for baseball. Um, I am a Saints fan for football. I've been a Saints fan since whatever five years ago it was the last year that they went seven and nine out of that three year stretch where they just went seven to nine every year. Um, I've been a Warriors fan. Yeah, I'm a Warriors fan for basketball. I've been a Warriors fan my whole life. And for baseball, I've been a Giants fan. I've been a Giants fan my whole life. Um, so, yeah, today I'm just going to. I've created up a mock draft for the NFL. We'll call it the Extra Innings Podcast Mock Draft 1.0. It will probably create an act. I don't know what we'll do that. It's long. But I've already made it. Um, this is actually the third time I tried recording this. Nobody's going to care. But, but didn't even want to mention it. But I, I do But that I do have it done. I do have the mock draft done. And yeah, I'm just going to give quick explanations. I'm going to try to give quick explanations on why I think these players get picked. There will be uh, a few trades inserted in the mock draft. Um, you don't have to agree with the trades. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to give you the exact details of the hypothetical trades because they're hypothetical. But yeah, I'm just going to jump into this. Hopefully, do make this a little quicker than I have before. So the first pick, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence, quarterback out of Clemson. Lawrence, best quarterback prospects in Andrew Luck. He's so good. How do you not take him at number one? You have Gardner Minshew. It's not like you have a good quarterback. Right? Minshew's okay, but no, you you take Trevor Lawrence there. You get your, you get you get no, yeah. Pick two. I have the New York Jets taking quarterback Zach Wilson out of BYU. I just think he is a better player than Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Um, you know, it's a better. I don't know about a better fit, but you know, you. I don't think I think Darnold's done. The new head coach and Robert Sala. You gotta just you gotta get a new quarterback. Darnold just hasn't been in New York. I think you trade Darnold. I don't think you even keep him. But yeah, you get, you get Zach Wilson too. He's probably the second best quarterback in this draft and a top loaded quarterback class. Pick three, I have the Miami Dolphins taking offensive tackle Panay Sewell out of Oregon. I just think the upside is higher than a Rashawn Slater, even though a team might think Rashawn Slater is more enough already. I just think you look at Panay Sewell and you take that potential that very, very high potential, and roll with that. At pick four, I have the Atlanta Falcons taking quarterback Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. It's just a toss-up here. I just don't see Justin Fields as an Atlanta quarterback. I don't know. I just can't picture it in my head as much as I want to mock them, Justin Fields. I just can't. 
Um, and who knows if they're even going to be able to pick up here again. It's very unlikely that next season they will be picking high enough to take a good quarterback. And especially in a class where it's very, like I said, it's very front-loaded with quarterbacks. How the top four, and I mean the top five are all very good, but that top four are just all top-tier guys. And I just think you got to take your quarterback of the future, you know, new head coach. Not necessarily saying that you need to get rid of Matt Ryan, but usually, you know, new head coaches of, you know, in quotes, rebuilding teams tend to go with the new quarterback. And I think that Justin Fields, or not sorry, Trey Lance fits Atlanta more than Fields. Maybe that's not true, but I just can't picture Justin Fields in, in the Atlanta Falcons jersey. Pick five, I have the Cincinnati Bengals trading down to pick eight. Where so the Carolina Panthers trade up to pick five to take their quarterback of the future in Justin Fields. Um, like I said, I couldn't imagine Justin Fields in an Atlanta Falcons jersey. I can't really imagine Justin Fields in anything other than the Panthers jersey. Um, I can't imagine the Panthers going anybody other than Justin Fields or Deshaun Watson. I think Justin Fields is a lot more manageable. I think it's a lot more realistic. And I just see Justin Fields being that quarterback for the Panthers. And even if, you know, Teddy Bridgewater beats him out in camp. You know, you just have him sit for a year behind Bridgewater. Bridgewater's got to sat behind Breeze for, you know, a little bit. And I just think that Justin Fields fits Carolina. I don't I don't know. I just see it perfectly in my head. Pick six. I have the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Jamar Chase, receiver at LSU. Um, he is a very, very good receiver. People, I don't say people are forgetting how good he is, but I feel like people are unappreciating him a little bit. Undervaluing, undervaluing him, valuing, yeah, undervaluing him. He's so good, and you know Philly. It just seems like a Philly pick. You know, maybe Philly's like, okay, you know what? Let's just take the Heisman winner. Let's just take the Blitnikoff. I mean, uh, Jamar Chase did win the Blitnikoff, but you just take the Heisman winner. Let's just take Devontae Smith. And but I do feel like they are going to take Jamar Chase. At pick seven, Detroit, I have them taking wide receiver Devontae Smith. Uh, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones probably gone. Um, well, maybe not Marvin Jones. I think Marvin Jones can come back on like a one-year deal. But I think Kenny Galladay is gone, going somebody somewhere more luxurious than Detroit, maybe to like Miami or Washington, a little bit brighter futures at the moment. Um, but you need somebody for Jared Goff to throw the ball to. You just trade him out, I don't know, sorry, Matthew Safford. Um, you have Jared Goff there. You know, you don't you don't get a first round pick, or an extra first until next season. Yeah, you don't get the extra first until next season. Um, and so you kind of got to. I don't say you kind of got to go. That's poor grammar, but you kind of have to give Jared Goff somebody to throw the ball to. Right now, I think it's just Quintez Cephas. And I mean, even if Quintez Cephas was the best receiver in the league, you still need somebody else to throw the ball to, but maybe you wouldn't go. That's not even an argument I'm going to get into. <laughs> Anyways, pick eight. I had the Cincinnati Bengals with the first round pick they got from Carolina. They traded down a few swaths. I have them taking Rashawn Slater. Guard tackle out of Northwestern. They are in need of offensive line. Um, you need to protect Joe Burrow at all costs. You, you know, AJ Green has regressed and he's a free agent uh Auden Tate's pretty decent um you know John Ross gonna be free agent he's pretty much been a no fat non-factor anyways T Higgins played really well as a rookie you know uh, Tyler Boyd's a very good receiver 
And, you know, I just think Burrow has the weapons. I just think he needs the protection. And you could go defense here, but I just think the offensive class is so heavy and like at the top of the draft that it's kind of hard to go defense early. But me saying that is now thinking like, okay, maybe that leaves the defensive players to go earlier because there's less good ones. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but if there's a lot more offense later down the board in the first, maybe the teams are going to want to go defense earlier because they might not have a later pick to get a guy that they want. But then like maybe they have more offensive talent in the second round or late first, depending on like if you're the Jaguars or if you're like the Falcons. I don't know if that made any sense. It made a lot of sense to me, but <clears throat> pick nine, I have the Denver Broncos taking a linebacker, Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Could go corner very easily here. I just think that the linebacker drop-off um, is very hard. Um, if a guy like Nick Boltner, even if Micah Parsons start falling, or, you know, just the linebackers look like they're going to start falling, I definitely see corner here because in the second, maybe you can get a guy like Zayvon Collins if he somehow falls out of the first. Or a guy like Nick Bolton who very easily could follow the first. But I think of now, I think of as of right now, it's a lot more realistic to get a solid corner in the second than it is to get a solid linebacker in the second. Where they pick. Um, pick 10, I have the Dallas Cowboys selecting cornerback Patrick Sertain out of Alabama I just think he is oh excuse me I just think he is the corner that Dallas would want I think they'd want him more than Caleb Farley um I, I just feel like they are going to go with the big guy who's kind of been at the top for a while he might be number two to a lot of people but I just this whole year since you know when I started doing like the second half of the year, I guess, on the whole year. But Sertain has just seemed like the Dallas pick to me. And I just have that feeling, you know, that he's going to go to Dallas. But that's just me. I don't know. You could easily go Sertain here. You could, I mean, sorry, you could, easy, you could easily go Sertain here. I'd have them easily take Sertain. You can easily go Farley here. I guess you could even go Christian Darisaw or Elijah Bear Tucker. But I have them going Sertain. Pick 11. I have... The New York Giants taking receiver Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. Um, all three of these receivers could very easily be uh, receiver number one in this class. Just it's dependent depending on preference. I personally believe at the moment that Jalen Waddle is going to fall a little bit due to his ankle injury. Um, even though he looked really good on it at the national championship, um, but you know New York could do a couple things here, but. You know, the big stat everybody likes to throw around is how they, the receivers had the least amount of separation uh, per route, like yard. They they just could not get separation. And they were like, the they were at the bottom of the league. So I think you get a guy like Jalen Waddle. I'm pretty sure you can get out of Golden Tate's contract either this year or next year. Um, but yeah, I think Jalen Waddle is a good pick here. Pick 12. Ah, I really want to change this now, but I'm not. Yeah, okay, I'm going to keep it. At pick 12, I have the San Francisco 49ers taking a guard tackle, Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. He's a guy who has risen up a decent bit this year. Um, You know, he is a very good fit for the Niners, in my opinion. 
they need um, guard help. Uh, Trent Williams could be gone. I will quote my Niner 49er friend who said, when I asked him, how would you feel about the Niners taking a guard slash tackle? And he said, I would love that. Trent Williams, or not Trent Williams, sorry. Mike McGlinchey sells his words, and, you know, we need some guards. And I was like, okay, cool. I feel comfortable with this pick now. It's just not just me looking at it because I don't know the Niner guards. If, and they don't, you know, I just feel like they need better play. Um... But yeah, they could go Caleb Farley here. I think that's a very easy pick, but I think they're going to bring Ferret back. I think they're going to address corner a little bit later. 13, I have the... Nope, that is not the Carolina Panthers. At 13, I have the Los Angeles Chargers selecting offensive tackle Christian Derisaw. Same thing with Burrow. Just protect your quarterback of the future. That's all I have to say. He's the best He's the best tackle left on the board. He's a very good tackle. When I'm not, I'm not even implying that they're just getting leftovers. Like He's still a very good tackle. Um, you need to protect Justin Herbert. <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, okay, pick 14. I have the... I actually have the Washington football team trading up from 19 to 14 with the Minnesota Vikings. And I have them selecting their hopeful quarterback of the future in Mac Jones at Alabama. They have a new you know personnel in the front office. I think their first draft, I think they make a big play, big splash. And they go with the quarterback of the future, and they trade up for a guy in Mac Jones, um, who is probably the fifth. Who no, he's even probably he's definitely the fifth best quarterback in this draft. I'm not even saying he's bad. This quarterback class is pretty good, and he was probably and he still could very well go after the 20th pick anywhere in the first round. But after the Senior Bowl, he's been picking up a lot of buzz. Seeing that he's rising up boards a little bit, people might say I'm crazy. Um, but I'm trying to give the best logical reason why I think this. But yeah, I think Mac Jones at 14 to the Washington football team who has to trade up to get him to secure him. Pick 15. I have the New England Patriots selecting tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Um, or as I should just call him, offensive weapon Kyle Pitts. Just give New England some weapons. They don't have any. You don't have Tom Brady anymore. He's not going to make Julian Edelman look amazing, and Julian Edelman's getting old. Um, but you need somebody to throw the ball to. Um, a couple things here. I think Kyle Pitts could easily go in the top ten. If, if all the quarterbacks are gone, say Carolina doesn't trade up for a quarterback, they don't get a Sean Watson. Excuse me. If all the quarterbacks are gone and they stay put at eight, I think Kyle Pitts is going to Carolina. Um, but... Even though I did say Justin Fields is the only quarterback, or I only see Justin Fields in a Panther jersey, like just say he doesn't. So I'm not going to be right about everything, obviously. I see Kyle Pitts going 800%. Um, but Arizona, like I said, they, Arizona needs a tight end. But I'm kind of, I kind of just feel like, I have another feeling. I feel like they're going to trade for Zach Ertz. So they need a tight end. So yeah, I'm, I'm going Kyle Pitts 15, the Patriots. At pick 16, I have Caleb Farley to the Arizona Cardinals. They need some corner help um let's just say the corners are bad but you know you had what's his face uh, i think Drake kirkpatrick was it was getting burnt <laughs> like crazy and i don't think he's gonna be under contract but you know i mean pat pete's getting old um you know byron murphy is all is you know he's still young he's still um yeah it is very bad uh, Drake kirkpatrick i just looked it up um but, you know, you you know, Byron Murphy's still young. Uh, Pat Pete's getting old, you know. 
you do need corner. Caleb Farley just fell to them at 16, just right into their lap, like perfectly. Pick 17, I have the Las Vegas Raiders selecting defensive end Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Um, I mean, they need pass rush badly, and I just think they value Quiddy Pay over a guy like Gregory Rousseau, just my opinion. Um, pick 18, I have the Miami Dolphins selecting wide receiver Kadarius Tony out of Florida. And this might be a little bit of a reach here for Tony. Tony is probably a guy closer to 27 range, like with Baltimore. Um, last year, uh, ball, uh, not Baltimore, sorry. Last year, Miami, they, they were picked around this range with their second first. They took a guy, a little bit of a reach in Austin Jackson. Um, I kind of think they do a little bit of reach here with Kadarius Tony, and they, you know, they keep the in-state kind of thing going. I know it wasn't like a Miami to Miami, but it's a, it's a Florida Gator to the Miami Dolphins. So, you know, keep it in-state, little storyline. Pick 19, the Minnesota Vikings. This is the pick in my hypothetical trade they got for Washington. Um, I have them taking offensive tackle Samuel Cosme. They luck out here with my mock draft. I wasn't sure if this was even going to happen. I was kind of banking on them to, or I was kind of like, when I got to 19, I was kind of thinking, all right, I'm probably going to go Rousseau or Barmore or Davion Nixon here. I know you have Michael Pierce, but, oh, excuse me. Um, I know you have Michael Pierce, but you could still use a defensive tackle, I guess you could say. Um, and, you know, I think they want to, 4-3, I'm like 99% sure they're on a 4-3, and I'm not sure who they have. James Baylor? No, James something. James Lynch. I don't know. He played at Baylor. It's James Lynch. Um, He was kind of decent for Baylor, uh, for Minnesota, I think. Or I just know you have him. I don't know. Minnesota fans help me out here. <laughs> but you need offensive tackle. You know, Riley Reeves has been a guy that's been, you know, a candidate to get cut, a candidate to get traded the last few years. I think this is the year he finally goes. You get Samuel Cosme to plug and play. Um, pick 20, I have the Dallas Cowboys actually trading up back into the first round. Um, this, is the, this pick belongs to the Chicago Bears. I think this is a trade that involves Dallas's second-round pick this year and more. Um, but I do have them trading up with uh, two Chicago's picked at pick 20 and taking defensive end Gregory Rousseau. He's a guy that does need a little bit of development, or it looks like he does. Excuse me. Um, and, you know, you sit behind uh, Demarcus Lawrence, you know, I mean, be like rotational pass rusher, obviously, like not never play. Um, you know, you're probably going to resign Alden Smith for like a one-year deal, two-year deal. You know, even Greg Rousseau just needs one year to get ready. You trade Demarcus Lawrence, save some money, maybe you only give Alden Smith a one-year deal, and you have a defensive end pairing of Rousseau and... Um, to Marcus Lawrence and say they're both like disgusting. They both, you know, but they do need edge rusher because it's looking like Demarcus Lawrence is on his way out. Another thing here, they could kind, they could go Jeremiah Usu Koromoa. They could go with an. Uh, I mean, obviously they at twenty. Uh, you don't think you go Zayvon Collins or? Okay, you could, but at like another trade up candidate here. Like what I'm trying to get at is. They could trade up and take a linebacker like Jeremiah Usukorma, Zayvon Collins, Nick Bolton. Um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I had I had it was rolling. Jalen Smith looks like he could be on his way out. He didn't have the best year, uh, you know, salary cap casualty could be on his way out. 
Um, just a little side note, I, I do do dislike uh, Jalen Smith, but if um, Chris Rick- Chris Ricard, Chris Richard, whatever his name is, Chris Richard, if you're listening, Ricard, you probably stop listening because I can't say your name. If you can bring Jalen Smith to New Orleans, I'll forgive him. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't have much to do with this. But hey, you know, he's a, he could be cut casual, cap, cut casualty, whatever. So a linebacker could be in play for them too. But just defense is a big issue, as well as resigning Dak Prescott. But that's for another time. Pick 21. I have Indianapolis selecting offensive tackle Jalen Mayfield. Um, a plug and play kind of guy where you play him right away at tackle. Because you have a guy like Anthony Costanzo retiring, you have a huge hole at left tackle, you go get Jalen Mayfield, you continue to keep that top three offensive line group intact, maybe with uh, intact, maybe with Jalen Mayfield, you drop down maybe like a top five, top seven if he doesn't perform very well. But, you know, he's a rookie, he's going to be young, he's going to develop that Carl, they, they developed offensive linemen very well in uh, Indianapolis, so I think that he will be just fine. Uh, in Indianapolis, you know, playing right away, day one. And you're, already, you're playing next to four very good offensive linemen there. But, uh, to the right of you, if you're playing left tackle. And, you know, he, he, I, it's really, I think it's a preference between, preference for new, uh, oh my gosh, I was going somewhere with this too. A preference with the Colts, what tackle they want. Do they want Jalen Mayfield? Do they want Tevin Jenkins? Do they want Liam Eichenberg? Do they want Alex Leatherwood? Do, you know, just for example, um, do they want Walker Little in the second round? Do they feel like, you know, there's a, a steal in the second or third round at tackle and they like more than one of these first-round guys? But as of now, I think they have to go tackle in the first. Because I can't honestly think of... I mean, you could go quarterback here, but no, you can't with Trask. Uh, I think tackle's definitely the play here. Maybe receiver and Rashad Bateman. Like I said, if they find a tackle they like... Um. In like in the second or third round, but as of now, I think that Mayfield is the pick. And yeah, I had a lot of say about that. I had a lot of stumbling about that, but I think I got my point across there enough. So at a pick twenty-two, I have the Tennessee Titans taking cornerback J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Um, you could go a guy like Aziz Ojolari, a guy like Joseph Osai here, but you know you had. A lot of injury at the cornerback position last year. They didn't play the greatest. Um, to get a young, three young corners out there that are all solid, Fulton Horn and and what's his name, Adoree Jackson. I like how Adoree Jackson's the one guy I blanked on, you know, the best corner on that team. Um, but I think that'd be a very good fit. They could use pass rush. I'm not sure Jadavion Clowney will be back. He was not, you know, the pass rusher they were looking for. And then he gets hurt. I was just going to say the Saints dodged a bullet there. Um, but, you know, I just think corner is a little bit bigger of a need than pass rusher at the moment, especially with, you know, there's def- there's rotational pass rushers hit to hit, set to hit free agency that probably won't cost too much. And, you know, they might not be the best, the better, a better player than Aziz Ojolari or, um, Joseph Osai in the near future, even Jalen Phillips in the, you know, four or five years. But I think right now, I think corner is bigger of a need, is a, is a bigger need the pass rusher. On pick 23, I have the, whoa, no, I have the New York Jets taking wide receiver Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. 
Trevor Lawrence, you need somebody to throw the ball to. Yeah, you can go protection. You can go Tevin Jenkins. Or you can go Wyatt Davis. Maybe you can go Liam Eikenberg. Um, was it Alex Leatherwood? You could. I see them probably waiting until the second round. I think they go. I think they go free agency. I think they sign a, a lineman. I know they paid a lot last year for some linemen. Um, I think they wait till the second round to, to take some. I think because they paid so much for them last year. And I think they might sign a big guy. If like a guy like Brandon Sheriff is in free agency, I think they should be all over that. Pick 24, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins at Oklahoma State. Um, You know, Tevin Jenkins, he's been a guy who has shot up the board recently. And he is getting himself a lot of first-round buzz. I think this is a good spot. Um, I think either like maybe here, Buffalo, you know, just a team like that could definitely use a guy like Tevin Jenkins where, you know, Alondra Villanueva might be retiring and you kind of need an offensive tackle to step in and go in for him. Or, but also, you know, even if he doesn't retire, Alondra Villanueva is a free agent and so you could still lose him either way. So I think Tevin Jenkins, you can put him in there. You, you get rid of your hole at, um, tackle, even if, um, uh, even if Villanueva comes back, I still think Tevin Jenkins is a good uh, draft pick here. You put him over to right tackle, and you still fill one of your tackle holes, you know? Pick 25, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting defensive tackle Davion Nixon out of Iowa. This could easily be Christian Barmore. This could easily be some protection. This could easily be defense, like a line. I don't really like a linebacker. Maybe Jeremiah wusu This could easily be a corner. This could easily be uh, Trayvon Mogrig. I just see, you know, you had Doug Costin, who was okay. He was, he was solid for them the second half of the year. You had a guy like Taven Bryant you took. You swung and missed with him. Just cut your losses. I think you start over, get a new guy like Davion Nixon. And I think that you can go with a different position um, in the second round. Like you can, I think that there's a, enough good safeties where... I even think, uh, technically, I, okay, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think they can get their like a top two safety in the first in the second round with their first pick. Um, at twenty six, I have the Cleveland Browns selecting linebacker Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. This does pain me because I want my Saints to get him, but Cleveland needs linebacker. Oh my gosh, no! I want to give them Trayvon Morick. I want to give them Trayvon Miller here. I really do, because I just want the Saints to get Jeremiah Wusukormoa. Oh, this is tough, but I'm going to leave it as it is, because I don't want to be biased. I think Cleveland goes linebacker here. I think it's their biggest need. Oh, yeah, that's, something, that's the thing I want to try to do. I want to try to be as unbiased as possible when I do these. So, like, as the Saints, when I pick for the Saints, I, I'm going to know needs more. I'm going to know player fits more. But like with other picks, like I don't, I don't really want to be biased for like, like I, because I, I would literally only be giving them Trayvon Mogrig, so that the Saints could get Jeremiah Usukorma. And I'm not saying that the Browns can't take Trayvon Mogrig, especially if Jeremiah Usukorma or Javon Collins goes earlier than 26. But I, with the way I have the mock right now, I cannot, I cannot do that because I just be a bunch of bias. Pick 27, I have the Baltimore Ravens selecting guard Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. Um, you know, Wyatt Davis has kind of lost his first round buzz, I would say, as of late. 
Um, he's still a very good player, and I think he'd be a very good guard. I think Baltimore goes uh, prioritizes guard over receiver. Um, but I just, I, I, I yeah, I, pr- I think they prioritize guard over receiver. I you know I think they could get a guy like Terrace Marshall or uh, or Ondale Moore. Yeah, oh my god, I had the biggest brain fart when I was trying to think around Dan Moore. Um, but they could go one of those two receivers. I think they go guard here, though. That's been a big hole since Yonder retired. Pick 28 in the New Orleans Saints. I have been taking a linebacker, Zayvon Collins. I prefer Zayvon Collins over uh, Nick Bolton, but I prefer Jeremiah Usukoyamoa over over the, the other two. Um, just pointing out, pointing out there's a Saints fan. Um, but... Yeah, Zayvon Collins next to Demarco Davis. I know they're both not the best at pass coverage, but you know, put two those two guys there. You know, Quan Alexander probably have to get cut for cap purposes. Um, oh, big news for us Saints fans: cap's looking to be higher than it was projected to be. So we're gonna not be a hundred million over. It'll probably be around eighty ninety. So it does make it easier. I guarantee you that. I tried doing it with negative hundred million. It makes it harder. Right, it makes it easier when you have the less cap because with this that you might not even have to cut a guy like Janoris Jenkins. You know what I mean? Um, but that's a that's a whole different story. But I think Zayvon Collins linebacker is a huge need with Quan Alexander probably being the guy getting cut. If Janoris Jenkins had to get cut, I'm probably leaning towards a guy like Aaron Robinson here, Eric Stokes. But I think that um Mickey Loomis is gonna be able to work his magic, not have to have Janoris Jenkins get cut. Be able to leave him there at corner. You can have Chauncey at slot corner, and then now you kind of just need a safety. Like I said, whole different story. Saints fan, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have the most to talk about with the Saints, where I know what I'm talking about, and I know what needs and who the free agents are gonna be. But anyway, Zayvon Collins, 28 to New Orleans, 29. I have the Green Bay Packers taking Aaron Robinson out of UCF. I'm pretty sure it's UCF, not USC. USF, sorry, not USC. It is UCF. Yes, it is. Um, senior Bowl, he was very good. Um, even before that, he was starting to get a tiny bit of first-round buzz. I think after senior bowl, senior bowl, I think he could potentially work his way up to being a lock in the first round. Um, Daniel Jeremiah, I'm pretty sure it was. He had him going to the Bills and his mock draft 1.0 or whatever. Um, and I'm one-upping him. I'm putting him at 29. We also Kevin King kind of suck in the NFC Championship game. It's just another reason to need another corner. I know one game is not going to dictate your career, but yeah, they they do need corner. I think they still don't help out Aaron Rodgers after the year he had. They're like, oh, you were able to do that with, you know, you have Devonte Adams, but with Marcus Scant- Marquez Valdez Scantling and Alan Lazard, I'm butchering names left and right. But yeah, you know, I think that it is a great fit you know you, Aaron Robinson doesn't have to be your number one corner but if he plays like that at the number two spot perfect but they need corner pick 30 I have Buffalo now they could be taking Nick Bolton here but I have them taking running back Travis Etienne out of Clemson um I think the one thing missing from their offense is a running game um I do know that the I think the, the bright side of their line is free agents and I don't know if Daryl Williams is coming back but and and if he's not, then I might start giving them tackle. Well, you know, but I think that um, Buffalo needs a running game. 
I'm saying Nick Bolton, you can get Nick Bolton for Matt Milano replacement, but I just feel like uh, Travis Etienne is a little bit better fit. And I pick Etienne over Harris because I think that Singletary should go. I think a team like Philly could take Devin Singletary. Um, but if because uh, but if they were getting rid of Zach Moss for some reason, I then I would go Najee Harris. Pick thirty one, Tampa Bay. Um, just heads up, Tampa Bay fans. I know I'm a salty Saints fan. We got lost to you guys, but this website I'm using has KC winning the Super Bowl, so that's why you guys are thirty first. I swear I did not change anything. Um, but I have you guys, you Buccaneers fans. I have the Buccaneers taking Liam Eichenberg tackle out another day. Um, Donovan Smith is horrible. You can get out of Donovan Smith's contract. I think this year you get rid of him. You get Liam Eikenberg. You plug him in a left tackle. You know how good Tristan Wirfs was. Not necessarily saying Eikenberg's going to be the next Tristan Wirfs or this year's Tristan Wirfs, but they clearly can develop an offensive line over there in Tampa Bay. So I think Eikenberg. You get. You get. I mean, they couldn't develop Donovan Smith very well. Um, I think you go pass rusher here, but I think tackle is the best bit. Bit. And then at 32, I have Kansas City. I have them taking defensive end Jalen Phillips. They could use another pass rusher. That defense is starting to get a lot more recognition, but I still think they could use another pass rusher. I know they, I know they have Frank Clark, but he's a little old. Or not a little old, but he's getting up there. I think I mean, he's not. He's, he's, he's still serviceable. Don't get me wrong. But I just think that they could use another pass rusher. I'm just going to take over when Frank, Frank, Frank Clark leaves or is just cut, you know. Um, but, you know, I just – I can see Casey trading out. I can see Casey trading out for a team like – I had earlier, I had the Cardinals trading up and back into the first round for Christian Barmore. Honestly, I would not be surprised if a team like the Broncos traded back up and took Kyle Trask. Uh, maybe not the Broncos is the best example, but team trade up 32 took Kyle Trask. I, Kyle Trask, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Kyle Trask. Um, but other than that, I think Casey, I'm going to have them stay put here and take their, uh, take another pass rusher. And yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Um, hopefully, uh, you guys don't hate my mock draft too much, you know, it's a little, it's just my, it's everybody's opinion. Um, don't hate on the other person's opinion too much unless it's like horrible, like you have the Saints taking Pat for your fire move at 30, at 28. <laughs> I've seen that a couple times. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'll try to do... One of these, I'm probably going to do these on my spare time weekly, or maybe not weekly, but now that the uh, draft orders and stop being updated, like the last two picks, even the Tampa Bay wins and gets to 32, I'm, that doesn't, the other 30 picks are sent down. I might do these every two weeks and then maybe do a mock draft uh, episode every month. Um, I'm planning on probably doing one, two or three round mock draft just at some time. And then at the end, right before the draft, whatever the day that the draft happens, um, I'm planning on doing a seven-round mock draft. Um, I'm not going to go into detail on every pick, obviously, because that'd take forever. But it'll be like a draft special, or it should be a little bit longer of an episode. But I will give all seven rounds. This will be after frames, the after compensation picks, all of that jazz. So I'll probably I'll probably upload it the day of or the day before the draft, and. Yeah, that'll be the last mock draft. Um, I'm obviously going to talk a lot about baseball. You know, Trevor Bauer's close to signing with the Mets or the Dodgers, apparently. Um, so when that happens, I will definitely get a recorder of a podcast. I, if it happens today, I'm recording this on February 4th. 
I'm probably going to wait until the signing is official. Because, um, like, you know, how the Giants had, you know, come to agreement with Tom Lucella like a week ago or so. And it just became official today, like I said, February 4th. Um, so I'll probably wait till Trevor Bauer's signing is official to make an episode on it. Um, no, I'm probably not going to do JT or Muto because that happened like a week ago. But then also, I might not wait till it's official. You know, we'll see. If if it comes out as official, expect the podcast either the day of the day after, just depending on when, what day he signed, um, how early, how late. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. This is the Extra Innings Podcast with your host, Jake Tangway. And I hope to uh, see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.